This Sheffield United season preview edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock-in for parlay and player props. Go to parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. We are continuing our season previews. All 20 teams covered. Um, and today, we're going to have a look at Sheffield United uh, joining me for what feels like now, Baz. It's the countdown of the countdown. Sheffield United are one of only five teams we've got left to do. We've got five days till the start of the Premier League season. Um, Mr. Barry Penaluna, what's happening? You're on mute, Baz. Oh. Oh. I've never done that before. Never. You've never done that before, Dave. What an idiot. First time, like 90 episodes now, Malcolm. Um, anyway, I'm doing good. Uh, it actually feels like ages since I spoke to you. It uh, does. Mainly because we've done two or three every day for, seems like forever. And then we've done nothing yesterday because uh, I was down at Wembley for the Community Shield. Uh, so yeah, having lost yeah, yeah. yesterday, it, it feels like a while. It was quite refreshing. Does, yeah, and it, yeah, I feel like we're like six months, like old friends. We haven't seen each other for a while. Do you think that's how your brain works? Then the more you get forced into talking to someone, and then we have one day apart. Um, tell us about the uh, the football. Then remember, Barry's Barry's everything that's wrong with modern football uh, in the world. Anyone who hasn't caught up, so he was down in London eating and drinking for free, taking the corporate Yankee dollar. Uh, Baz, did you have fun? I had fun. Yeah. In terms of, it was a good day out. Like, had a, you know, we went down to London early, got the train down, went over to Brick Lane um, for the morning, which is a what you'd describe as a bit of a multicultural uh, part yeah. of London. Um, had some lovely street food. Had a bit of a jollof rice and uh, chicken. That was lovely. Nice. That. Sounds um, good. I had a couple of beers and then I had a, Bagel, salt beef bagel oh, from a good. Jewish bakery down there. So I tried a bit of everything. So we had a good afternoon, actually, good bit of food, good few beers. Um, and down that way, we were well away from any football fans, which was good. Because the second I got on a tube towards Wembley and got off at Wembley and walked up to Wembley and got into Wembley, I started to really hate Arsenal fans. <laughs> um, good um, and I think it would have been exactly the same don't get me wrong if it was Man City fans that I was surrounded by it would have been the same and it was I was supposedly in a neutral area but obviously being oh, yeah. in London it was massively more Arsenal fans than Man City um, it was what specifically more, were they doing to get on your tits just singing nothing you know oh, right, okay. towards just singing about Arsenal which is what you'd expect it's yeah that's reasonable Arsenal, it's just Fans of other clubs. I don't want to hear The last that. time you went, Baz, you complained because the Man United fans weren't singing about their club. So, I mean, with, oh, how yeah. do you want it? When was the last time I went? I cannot remember. Was, was it not the Carabao Cup? I wasn't at the Carabao Cup. We were not there. 
Oh, well, sorry. Every other Newcastle fan was whinging about Man United fans not seeing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I say, I had a good good day, decent seats. Um, game was okay. Finished stronger than it started. It was a bit of a slow burner. Um, but yeah, I did feel like sitting watching two teams that I don't care for just was a bit of an odd experience with you know boos and ahs and cheers and whoops and whistles and everything. Um, that I couldn't care less about. Um, yeah. So I sort of, you know, applauded one goal and then a goal goes in the other and then I sat there in my seat and applauded that and it was all a little bit weird. Felt very strange. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. I understand What a good that. day out was had. Um, and, and yeah, nice, nice, nice day out, you know, better than better than sitting at home all day watching around the telly, I'd say. Well, the uptick in footballs, like, sort of had me demented yesterday because I was watching... The that game watching the Community Shield. Um, I had the Newcastle friendly on the dodgy stick. Uh, I had the Sunderland game on the laptop, uh, and I'd had a bet in the baseball, so I was cheering on this rookie to strike out some players uh, for the Chicago White Sox. So there was four things all going on at the same time while I was trying to knock out the Sunday dinner as well. And I'm just thinking, like, so next weekend we'll have the Premier League, and then a couple of weeks the NFL starts, Baz. Uh, it's going to be mayhem like there's absolutely not enough hours in the day um, and like I say we're recording this on Monday uh, whatever the date is the 7th or the 8th maybe the 7th um, and, the, and obviously the Premier League starts on Friday night so with the majority three quarters of our um, preview shows are out um, so you can go and find all of them wherever you want them um, any Sheffield United fans who've stumbled across this silliness and wondering what it's all about um we put out a couple of shows per week, just looking around the Premier League, making some betting picks on uh, games at the weekend. Um, everything's streamed on YouTube. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, Premier League Gambling Podcast is where you'll find all of our stuff, at SGP and Premier on Twitter as well. Uh, so today we'll have a little look about uh, Sheffield United season, how we think they'll go and then we'll cover some uh, fantasy stuff later on as well, if there's any Sheffield United players uh, that we think might go okay. And this is a bit unusual, this one, Baz. In terms of the promoted teams, uh, this is the first uh, club that we haven't had a guest for. So obviously our uh, knowledge on these promoted teams isn't as strong um, as on the established uh, teams or the teams that were there last season. And we had a guest for Luton Town. We had a guest for Burnley. But could we find anyone from Sheffield United, Baz? Well, I mean, we've tried everyone. All the Sheffield United fans, everyone. Is there something in the fact that nobody wants to talk about Sheffield United, even the Sheffield United fans? Um, I don't think they're going into the season with loads of positivity. Um, And as I say, it might just be they don't want to talk to us too about Sheffield United, which is fair enough. Yeah, Uh, yeah, we did struggle to find anyone who wanted to talk about their club. Uh, from Sheffield United, so you're left listening to us two talking briefly about your club. I'm afraid. Uh, While speculation, if you want, you know, if any Sheffield United fans want to give us their thoughts afterwards, then by all means, we're on Twitter, YouTube, comment, all of that. We'll uh, we'll be interested to find out what you think. Uh, so let's we'll get to get to the numbers. I'll tell you first about our Patreon, um, which will give you exclusive content to all of. Um, the SGP and stuff, the NFL win totals contest uh, with the $1,000 first place prizes on there. Uh, we've got season-long contests, but also weekly contests just for our patrons. 
the SGP Stories podcast, ad-free, full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN, and the Discord channel, uh, which is just for our patrons too. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Uh, join our Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We've usually started these shows, Baz, with uh, our thoughts on the team that we're covering from a personal point of view. Sheffield United, I haven't got much like in terms of quantity, but the, obviously, we talked about this last year before we went to Wembley, Sheffield United is the scene of my only league victory away in my entire career. I'm a 47-year-old man. I've been to about a gazillion Newcastle away matches. Um, and I've only seen them win away once. Um, I've seen them win at neutral ground, a couple of cup semi-finals. We won in the League Cup at Middlesbrough. But in terms of league action, Sheffield United, Ryan Taylor, massive deflection, horrible 1-0 win, Baz, on a Tuesday night. Uh, how many years ago? I've got no idea. Ten, maybe more? More than ten. Me yeah, and you met your brother. Your brother was right in the doghouse with his missus, I seem to recall. We had to drop him off somewhere. And I broke the car seat on the way back. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> uh, do you remember that? Like, I got into it. I heard a massive click. And then about three or four days later, we had to get the, the seat just knackered and cost about 500 quid to fix that. It wouldn't pass its MOT. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that's my only my only experience of watching Newcastle pick up three points on the road, Pat. Yeah, I do have some ex- uh, memories of that, but it was a long time ago. It must be over ten years ago um, that we were on that journey. Yeah, not not a lot jumps off the page in terms of Newcastle, Sheffield United history. Um, again, another one who are fairly inoffensive and you know don't conjure up any emotions with me massively. Yeah, I mean, they've been around. They, they were in the Premier League as recently as 2020. Actually, they, they got promoted, Baz, and finished ninth, if you remember, that season. Yeah. Um, when they were playing that mad sort of three at the back where everyone just attacked system. Um, yeah, and they were, they were really good fun. And then COVID season came along and um, they were in absolute shambles. Uh, did they... That shambolic season, their very first win was against Newcastle. And it was like in the middle of December or something. I remember that, yeah. That was the yeah. day as well. Like, the, the, our approach to that game was absolutely shocking, wasn't it? Yeah, like, it was horrible, wasn't it? Um, we, we literally went out trying to get it scrape a, a nil-nil draw against a team who had not won a game all season. It was absolutely shocking. Like. Uh, first ever goal in the Premier League, pass scored by Sheffield United. We were aware of this. Brian Dean. Is the right answer. Well done. Yeah. Brian Dean against Manchester United. It must have been the lunchtime kickoff, I'm guessing, on the uh, on the first ever Saturday. So there you go for our uh, our USA listeners. Uh, there's a stat for you. Uh, Sheffield United are in the Premier League by virtue of finishing second in the Championship with 91 points. Uh, they were kind of in isolation in second there. They were um, 10 points behind Burnley and 11 points in front of Luton. So... There was no one anywhere near them. Quite a comfortable, successful uh, season. The numbers for the Prem to win the league: the two thousand five hundred to one. The top four finish is two hundred and fifty to one. Same price as the top six finish. Uh, top half twenty to one. Bottom half is one to one hundred. Uh, to be relegated, they are four to six minus one fifty. To stay up, they are eleven to ten. And uh, to finish dead last, they are eleven to four. Uh, plus 275. The handicap gives them a 55-point head start. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm trying to find some some stats on them was tricky because a um, there wasn't an awful lot stood out anyway. They were pretty consistent. Uh, and then any stats you can pick up, it's going to be really hard to project onto the Premier League because it's a different animal. Uh, they won 16 of their 23 home games, 12 of their 23 away games. They only drew seven games, Baz, out of 46 last year. Uh, so you could lay the draw if you were interested. Um, scored goals, scored plenty of goals um, in 65% of the games. They were good for a first half goal. Um, scored in both halves, 43% of the time. And... Um, four or more goals in their matches 39% of the time they, they would all be great angles last season um, yeah. but what you're going to do do you know what I mean it's a, it's a different thing are they going to score in 65% uh, in the first half I'm, well I'm not sure they are so um, Paul Heckenbottom is the manager I've got real feelings either way about him he had a spell at Leeds which didn't go very well he had a spell at Hibs, which didn't go very well. But then he seems to have uh, found himself at home here at Sheffield United and, and certainly in parts got the, got the club behind him. But there's still a lot of... Sheffield United are a club who spent a lot of money the last time they were in the Premier League and it's still kind of haunting them. They don't have an awful lot of money to spend at all um, due to their last fit. I mean, there's been talk of like a £20 million budget here and I think their sole aim is to survive which there's nothing wrong with that that's a lot of prim- uh, promoted teams um, have that as their sole aim they lost uh, Illyman and Dai who is kind of was their talisman goal scorer uh, Marseille have taken him away that was his boyhood club got no issue with that uh, Sander Burge is a key man um, Norwegian international does okay I think uh, was he in the team last time they were around or am I think yeah. But he's been yeah. Burnley today. Have you seen? Oh, that? really? Oh, yeah. So I'd, I'd wrote down Burge as a key player. Um, today, there's talk of a twenty million bid from Burnley. Um, so there's a potential. That's that seems to be gathering pace. That. Um, so yeah, Sander Burge, if he's to go, would be a right blow. I think. I think it'd be a massive. He was linked with Newcastle at one point last season. I think wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, we, we were linked with that. To be fair, Newcastle been linked with um, almost everyone. Like, um, yeah. but yeah, Fabrizio Romano, who, who's obviously the transfer guru these days. Oh, on- here we go, Baz. That's um, what he says, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he said Burnley are closing in on a deal to sign Sander Burge. Verbal agreement almost complete between the clubs. Um, medical could take place today. As he uh, said, here we go. So he hasn't said, here we go. Yeah, yeah well, it's, I'm not... Like it's quite far advanced. Not buying um, it until I see that. Actually, I'm looking here. The, the fees close at around £12 million, they reckon. Interesting. I mean, some of the United fans do seem... We, we spoke the Burnley fans, they were dead excited. We spoke the Luton fans, they were dead excited. The Sheffield United fans don't seem very excited, Buzz. Um, and it's little things like this, uh, the selling of and die, now Burge, the... Um, there's a little disconnect between themselves and the owner. So the owner came out in fair play when we did an interview last week uh, with one of the Sheffield United outlets, but um, it just doesn't really bode very well for them at all. There's so much, uh, there's so many red flags when you look at them. They've got a couple of good players that I like. Um, I think, I mean, the, the two players I picked out for FPL, so I'll come on to them in a little while. Um but yeah, they're just in trouble. They've had a poor pre-season as well. Um, so yeah, I can see it being a bit of a 
a bit of a slog uh, for the Blades this time round. Um, what your general thoughts and feelings, Bud? Yeah, so as you say, the, the general mood that you get from social media and things that fans aren't particularly excited about it at this point. Um, obviously concerned about the lack of transfer activity. But I think much more of a concern is, is those departures. As I said, and I, it was a massive one for them. They were really hopeful, I think, that he was going to sign a new contract, a longer-term contract, and stay with them this year. He's a big miss. He scored 15 last season, 11 assists for them. Big key player. So to lose him, um, when they, and I think it came out of the blue, so it's not like there was a succession plan and, and somebody else has lined up. They weren't expecting to lose him, and it, it seemed to happen out of nowhere. Um, I mean, if Burge goes, I, I think he will be a big miss as well. He, he scored another seven goals. Um, but has been a key player for them for quite a while. So, 22 goals between those two players. Um, and then you look at who's come in. So far, they've brought in Austin Trusty from Arsenal for around five million. Bernie, I think he's an American man, but yeah, yeah. Bernie yeah. from Hacken for four million. Um, they've got a left back, Larucci, and Slimani, a central midfielder, has come in for a couple of million. So they've spent about ten million so far. Obviously, they brought in about twenty million for Indai. They might bring in a bit of for Burge. It'll be interesting to see if they can, if they've got a plan to spend any of that and and sort of top up the squad somewhere. Because if they don't, uh, I think they're sleepwalking towards relegation. Does seem a bit of a waste, doesn't it? If you can use all that effort to get into the Premier League to really not have a go at it, um, yeah. because we think Burnley will do okay, and we know what their intentions are. Luton, we kind of know what their intentions are, and as much as it's going to be a trouble, they're definitely going to have an identity. Um, and there's a there's a swelling of support for them, a from the kind of the fairy tale point of view, but also the fact that they're bringing something a little bit different to the Premier League. It's going to be a tough place to go to. I mean, Sheffield United are a famous old club that is a traditionally a famous old ground to go to. Uh, it, it's a good visit, but there's just you, you want a little bit of enthusiasm or something. You want. Uh, there's no kind of joie de vivre about the club at the moment so um, yeah it's going to be tricky um, did you manage to make any bets Baz because like I say it's 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 hard to find anything positive but trying to turn all of this information into a little pick is what we're here for so what have you got yeah I mean I'm afraid I can't find much positive for Sheffield United um, of course I could get some activity done in the coming weeks but as it stands I, I was low on Sheffield United anyway um, and with the loss of Indai and possibly Burge, I think they are in real trouble. So um, I'm sorry if any Sheffield United fans have joined us and hoping for a, any crumbs of comfort. Um, I haven't got any. I've got them rock bottom. <laughs> Nine to four to finish bottom <laughs> of the division. Um, Nine, I've got 11 to four, yeah, Baz. 11 to four. Well, I'll shop around because I'll, I'll take that. I mean, I looked at them to finish below Luton. And it's only evens for them to finish below Luton. But yeah. To finish below Luton, there's every chance they're, they're bottom of the league. Although, you know, we, we've both said we think Luton might make a bit more of a fight of it. But I think the well, if you get an 11-4 for them bottom of the league at this stage, it's worth a punt, isn't it? Um, 
I mean, the one comfort for Sheffield United fans is that I'm often wrong and you're often wrong. Oh, um, and we could definitely be wrong. Although I wasn't often wrong at the weekend, Malcolm. I just want to... Oh, you yeah. would. Three you were very often. You were very right. often spectacularly correct, past. Unbelievable form at the weekend. But uh, we'll, we'll cover that on another show, I'm sure. Stop living in the past, Buzz. Um, <laughs> do you uh, think part of... Try and be, before you jump on, if I was to try and be positive then... Um, I don't know. You might look. Have you looked at the score as to the, the score as betting? There isn't what the I could on there is, Sky there Bet. Is. There was no one. They couldn't even be asked. They couldn't find any. Uh, they have got everyone. Oh, no, have they? Um, go on, then. Who've you got? The top scorer at even. There you um, go. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, Ollie McBurney. Like, oh my god. The thing is, I can't see where else the goals are coming from if they don't sign anyone else. So he scored. 15, I think, last year. Um, just having a quick look. Yeah, Burn- McBurney, 15 goals last year. They're, he's evens to be their top scorer. Um, they've signed Burnie through Iori from Hacken. He's 6-4. to four. He scored 12 in 14 games last season for Hacken in the Swedish League. He was a 20-year-old lad. Um, it's a massive step up coming in from the Swedish League to the Premier League and trying to lead the line for a team who are up against it so I'd be worried taking him at 6-4 McBurney could hit 6 or 7 goals this season and potentially be that top scorer couldn't he um, so yeah it's not what I'm backing but I can't see who else but McBurney as it stands uh, yeah um, I wouldn't be getting involved in any of that like I say that's a huge indication of what's going on here um, so I've just remembered uh, 92 winning pick Baz actually um, my pick my single pick is the same as yours uh, I couldn't think of anything else I couldn't get away from it to finish bottom at 11 to 4 they are plus 275 but Baz if you hark back to the Manchester City show I gave out the winner bottom double the little parley which yeah. is Manchester City to win the league and Sheffield United to finish bottom and that's 92 that's plus 450 so that's alright that's quite a fancy price do you think, Baz, that somewhere in the recesses of our brain we have picked Burnley and Luton to go okay because we had those guests on and we didn't want to be mean to them? And because there's no Sheffield United fans here, we don't give a fuck and we're just we happy. We, can, we feel we can be a bit braver. Um, I don't think so. I'd, I'd, I'd put my table out a while ago. I'd, I'd sort of wrote it down. And if we'd had a guest today, I, I'm confident I would have made the same pick. Um, it would it would have genuinely been good to have a Sheffield United guest on. Um, yeah, would. I would be really intrigued to see how they're feeling going into the season. As I say, you can get a general feel for the mood from social media and things. But yeah, it's a shame we couldn't get someone on for that one. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so there you go, Sheffield United fans. At least if you get relegated, finish bottom, you can go and have a nice slap up meal or something. If you've had twenty quid on it, ninety two. Uh, fill your boots. I'm going to tell you about uh, our new, we've got a new sponsor Buzz yes it's quite tricky to say though did you notice us stumbling over it at the start this is incredible every word starts with P we're brought to you by Parlay Play Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favourite parlayed player props football season is right around the corner and Parlay Play will have all of your favourite props Parlay Play is available in a ton of states including California and Texas plus our good friends up north Parlay Play it's available a bunch of provinces in Canada. So if you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. 
Um, apparently a player I like, Baz, it says here, insert a player you like in brackets. Uh, Man United, Sheffield United, top and bottom, that's a parley. 92, Man plus City. 450. Man City. Yes, Man's, not Man United. Not Man United. Oh, not Man United. Did you see, right, I'll do this advert first before they disappear off after one day of sponsoring the show. Um, head over to parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. Did you see Marcus Rashford's goal on Saturday? Mm, I'm not sure. Well, you are. You don't need to see it because you've already seen it. What do you think happened, Baz, if you were going to have a guess? Off his knee, off his shin. No, he gets at the inside right position. He has a shot. It hits the the sliding defender on the bottom of the leg, into the ground, up over the goalkeeper. Every goal he's ever scored. Um, I've put him into my fantasy team, Baz, just to stop him scoring. That just dawned on us. When I saw that, I thought, this will fucking do him in. Um, so I put him in my fantasy team out of sheer bloody-mindedness. Uh, so that should be the end of him, which is good. Uh, speaking of fantasy leagues, Baz, Sheffield United. Um, as you might have gathered from the first 25 minutes, this is going to be quite a tricky reach. However, as we've said about all of the... Uh, Lower end of the table. I'm still being polite. Um, 11 people are going to play for Sheffield United every week. Some of them are going to score some points. Uh, do you know which ones? Actually, I'll give the listener league code out first, Baz. Um, any Sheffield United fans who want to get involved and repay us for our lack of faith by beating us in the fantasy league, um, get involved. We've got some money for you, 150 quid. In cash, we got some merch. Uh, Baz was merched up at Wembley yesterday, looking good. Uh, we've got the egg in a cup cup. Uh, the code, if you want a game, is CVVQAB. That is uh, Kula Barley, Varadi, Varadi, Quinn, Allison, Beatty. Uh, some players in there. Uh, Imre Varadi, do you remember him, Baz? Used to be yeah. my favourite when he played for Newcastle. Uh, you can have any Quinn you like. You can have Alan Quinn. You can have yeah. Stephen Quinn. Any of the Quinns. Um, if it Wayne Quinn, yeah. If uh, if a team has another Quinn playing for them, I mean, really struggling like to get the cues out. Uh, Wayne Allison, another Wayne. It's all called uh, Wayne James B. Yeah, C V V Q A B. Baz, who might get in your team? It's a struggle. Um, I mean, first thoughts, struggle. nothing I'm, I like at all in amongst this lot. Um, but as you said, that there will be players who who might emerge. Um, I mean, we'd have thought last time they were in the league that there was nobody. Uh, but I remember John Lundstrom became a must Oh, that's defender. who I was trying to think of before when you said Sander Burge. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a bit of a an FPL legend in a way, sort of. Yeah, definitely. An absolute must-have. He was in everybody's team because he was a four million defender playing in an attacking midfield role, getting goals, getting assists. Um, and by the end of the season, everybody... And it was that season where you say Sheffield United went well, so there was clean sheets going on. I had an absolute nightmare with John Lundstrand because he was a four million defender. Where do you put him? You put him on your bench and you don't start him. Oh. Um, and every week he's hitting 10s and 12s and 15 points. And every week he's sitting <laughs> on my bench. He was great. And then the weeks I'd bring him in. I just couldn't get him right. Is another one I couldn't get right. Um Reese James is always that way with Chelsea. Can't get him right either. Um, but yeah, John Lundstrand was absolute points galore that year. And I got very few of them despite owning him all season because I kept leaving him on my bench. He's still and banging them in for Rangers, isn't he, John Lundstrand? That's right. He is. Yeah. I've got it. I'm gonna, uh, we need a new feature on the show, Baz. I've thought about this a few times. Is 
players who were definitely going to end up at Celtic or Rangers, <laughs> the certain players who were just f- it's so obviously cut out for that shambles. Lonston was a good one. Todd Cantwell, who's currently playing for Rangers, is another one. It was just uh, so yeah, we'll make a little list of those as the season goes on. Um, also, I was today years old when I found out Lauren James was Reese James's sister. I didn't know that. I don't know how. Well, if you think about it now, they look identical. It was kind of obvious, know. really. I, I, I mentioned it to the kids before, and both kids looked at me and were like, duh. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. I mean, there's an advert on TV with them both as well, every day. Oh, of like, course, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did think about all those advertisers. She's on every advert on the telly at the minute. And then she disgraced yeah. herself today. So, uh, the pulled her from that. She's a proper David Beckham moment, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, she was having such a good tournament. Um, if England yeah. go far into it, should have been, you know, in the hunt for sort of player of the tournament. I mean, potentially in the hunt for top goal scorer and things like that still had she have got some today. But, uh, I don't know what she was thinking. Stupidness. Um, our ability to get sidetracked, Baz. This is boarded well for when we start the live shows for the the pictures for the start of the season because I can't even remember what we talked about. Now. Fantasy, fantasy Where this started with John Lundstrom. Let's let's go back to fantasy. <laughs> Don't even know what. Yeah, go on then. Say some stuff. Defensively, uh, you know the go-to in these sort of teams is you look for the wing backs, see who might get forward and, and get involved a bit more. So, Baldock was the first one, four million pound defender. Uh, he's an option to stick on your bench, I suppose. But he did only have one goal and three assists last season, so there's not bags of attacking returns. Um, Ahmed Odzic may be worth the extra four and a half million. He's a centre-half for them, but scored six last season. But I think once you get to the four and a half million defenders, there's better options around with better clean sheet potential. Uh, I mean, Botman's in my team at the minute for four and a half million. I think I'd rather have Sven Botman in there with more opportunities for clean sheets. Still getting up for set pieces, uh, but he doesn't play for Sheffield United. Um, I was going to tip Sander Burge as a possibility until I heard he might be on the move to Burnley. Uh, he got six goals. Uh, I think that must be six league goals. I think he got seven in total. Six goals and five assists last season. Uh, he's only five million. Um, if he moves on, the attacking options are slim. Uh, Oliver Norwood would should be on set pieces, but realistically, he's not going to be making my squad. So I think it's very much a watching brief for Sheffield United players. I'm afraid at this point, um, as you say, someone might come out of the woodwork just like Lundstrom did um, those years ago. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on them. But yeah, I'm afraid there's nothing more I can add in terms of FPL and Sheffield United. Oh uh, yeah, Pat, you had the exact same two names that I had down, which was a. Uh... Uh, Ahmad Dodzic, Ahmad Dodzic, uh, yeah. four and a half million. But like you say, Botman or Ahmad Dodzic, it's a no-brainer. Uh, but George Baldock, I think, has got potential. Uh, four million. He's, I think he's going to start. Uh, he plays with a little bit of adventure down the wing. And if Sheffield United start the season quite well and prove themselves to be competitive, possibly competitive at home, uh, four million starter on the bench is um, meat and drink like uh, we talked about the lad from Burnley when they were on um, beer uh, buyer what's his name yeah buyer is he, is he a Max the Beckenbauer Jordan. yeah Jordan Beckenbauer uh, buyer same principle four million on the bench uh, four million start and defender so exactly the same with Baldock so I agree with that um, and I think Baz that's me covered on Sheffield United uh, anything else to say no I no, think I did, but then I don't. I don't know. Oh, I'm okay. Sure I had, 
other stuff to add, but I can't remember at the moment. So I think uh, I think that's what we've done. We've done a half an hour, Malcolm, on Sheffield United, which is quite an achievement. Um, although we did get sidetracked and talked. I was going to say about fifteen minutes of it was on other stuff. Yeah. Um, any see if there are any Sheffield United fans who've endured it till this point, I promise you one thing, right? At one point this season, Sheffield United are going to be away on a Monday night. They're going to be twelve to one. And I'm going to tip them to win, and they're going to smash over the line. They're going to mangle a one nil somewhere, uh, like in early February, a one nil at Liverpool or something like that. And we'll be on them at twelve to one, uh, and we'll all have a disco. So uh, you need to stay tuned for that occasion. Otherwise, you're not going to get the uh, you're not going to get the good stuff. So if you have listened, like I say, go and um, like, rate, review, and come back, and we'll have some uh, general weekly silliness um, and pick some winners as well. Baz was absolutely on fire this week in the Football League uh, slate of games. So, with that as a warm-up in the Premier League uh, show on Wednesday, um, it bodes well that we're going to we're gonna hit the ground running. Uh, cheers, Baz. Um, nearly done. Four more, four more shows to do, son, and then we can, uh, we can go and spend some time with our families for a bit. Yeah, and then get into the normal routine of... of, uh, of yeah. Back to our bread and butter. All of that, bread and butter. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Good at we are bets. Go and listen to everything else. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Mm-hmm.